Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. Hi. Once again, this is Talk Cosmos, Leading Edge Conversations, and today is October 17, 2021, and the Cosmic Collaboration panel will be discussing tonight a subject about Mars, the planet Mars, the guardian. Mars is one of our personal planets. It's right exterior on the exterior orbital side, you might say between us and the sun. In other words, Earth is here, as we know. It's on the exterior side. I may not be saying that very well. But but the interior planets would be Venus and Mercury. Mars, it represents our actions. It separates us from the whole to become individuated. It's extremely important of values. It makes us, we have choices with Uh, Mars. And it initiates us to defend our vital causes on a personal level and on a, and and leading forward because people will join together uh, or follow someone that's leading. It's a very personally directed sign with bold courage. And it discovers pathways that are pioneering ahead. So Mars entered Libra in the middle of last month in September, just before the equinox, which is always when the sun enters the sign of Libra. And, but interestingly, Mars and, because it takes two years for Mars to orbit around in its path around the sun. But this month it has been closely uh, conjunct that's the astrological word, within a few degrees or exact of the sun all month. So it is really, that's our conversation. What does this mean? Which I think we can all experience quite a few powerful um, events on a mundane subject, but we're also going to begin really on the personal because it is a personal planet. Okay, we are ready for Talk Cosmos Cosmic Collaboration Panel. Thank you. Investigating the deeper archetypal questions related to understanding astrological energetic aspects for growth patterns to unify mind, body, spirit, and emotions, this is your Cosmic Collaboration Panel. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Susie Kerr Wright, astrologer, certified psychic medium, tarot reader, life coach, and Reiki master. I love to bring what I call cosmic common sense to the world through private sessions as well as all types of media. My work has been published in Chewy.com, Brides Magazine, Good Housekeeping, Cosmopolitan, Elle, Bustle, and more. And I'm a regular guest on Today in Nashville. 
I've had my own radio shows and I was the weekly on-air astrologer for WSCA-FM. And I love to teach astrology and psychic development. And I'm Amanda Pierce, a soul-centered astrologer, astrological consultant, and empowerment-based meditation teacher. I have a BA in psychology. I'm a wellness enthusiast with a passion for healthy eating, and I enjoy creating new realities and shifting old paradigms. And like the Sufi poet Rumi says, you are the entire ocean in a drop. Yes. Oh, boy. And that that ocean part, I will just say this right off the bat, because it's not a subject really to bring up, except that we've been wondering, some of the questions were, is what do we want to defend? What does what are the causes, which we'll get into later, because that's just part of a, the whole energy of it. But I was reading, trying to find out some information. And just this week, once again, about the climate, do you know that every second, the equivalent of the heat, because I am thinking of Mars as kind of a fiery, even though it's in Libra right now, that's air, but that if we you were to drop a Hiroshima bomb, the heat equivalent, five of them every second, that's what's happening to the climate. It's like, holy criminy, that's pretty powerful. So in other words, what does that mean? That only means that if they're in this whole debate about uh, um, climate change or climate in itself is how are we understanding it? Because the world, except for the United States, all measures in Celsius ever since the French Revolution. And metric system, although here in the United States, we haven't quite made that change and we're still talking in Fahrenheit and there's quite a gap between those. So if you say one and a half to two degrees in Celsius, which uses their base as zero and Fahrenheit, which uses their base as 32 for freezing, there's a big gap, meaning potentially this change could be like three degrees going into four, even eight as it goes ahead, meaning where we live could be very uncomfortable. So Sierra Club is one of them that I was noticing was saying, you know what, maybe if we begin to understand, and this is an action, right? That's why I'm bringing this up for folks. It's just to realize so many ways in our life is things that people want to defend or cause is making that choice of how to do the action. And especially with Mars and Libra right now, we're not thinking just about ourselves, but how about ourselves and others? So that's one idea. It was pretty shocking as a, as a fact, it was like, holy gosh, don't know what else to say. Any rate, hi, Amanda and hi, Susie. And yes. So we're talking about Mars right now. And it happens to be in Libra. One of you have, I mean, I could go on, but I'd like to hear just a thought right there from somebody that you have on that subject. Well, Mars is um, definitely not at its happiest in Libra. It's um, it's in detriment and which is usually a very uncomfortable place for it. So has it has trouble um, taking that forward action and just, just the making simple actions that it has so much ease with, uh, it becomes a little more of a balancing act when it's in Libra. It is true. It once Libra is about between the extremes, finding 
balance and harmony, which is a tall order. Very rarely accomplished, actually. So Mars, it likes to not think, but just do. It's a doer. It's pre-verbal energy in its natural sense. It has a yeah. difficult yeah, time it's, trying it's, to outwit. <laughs> it's really um, pushing us to find better balance in our lives. And so it's in Libra, it's like, how do you find ease and grace with action? And... And moving forward without ease and grace is a little more challenging at this time. So I, we're all being given that gift of that challenge so that we can look at it and see how we can shift our world a bit. And I will add, too, that because the planets are beginning to turn direct, you know, last week on the 6th, Pluto turned direct, uh, then Saturn just turned direct, I think, on the 11th. And tomorrow, both Mercury and Jupiter are turning direct. So as it, I think Liz in uh, Moonbeam team was saying, it's like white water. You know, it's like you're turning the boat around and there's just a bunch of water. And, and we're like, it's pretty messy. So I, I mean, love that this analogy. That's yeah, great. <laughs> because, you know, it's true. Libra is an air sign and it can get so cerebral. I totally understand it. But the fact is, it Mars is a visceral energy. It wants action. It is saying enough of that. We're in the white water. Just make your choice and do something. <laughs> and yes, Susie, you had some thoughts. Maybe. Uh, um. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, Mars in Libra and, you know, fire and air, right? And, you know, think about um, what that, you know, how air can whip up fire, you know? Um, it can either blow it out or it can whip it up into a frenzy, you know, and and, and feed it and sustain it. And um, so I was just kind of thinking about that, you know, that combination of energies and what that what that would feel like in, you know, in human terms, it's kind of like, there's a, there's a lot of, um, a lot of stuff that seems to be for, for people in general, like really blowing up really, really fast and furious, but then like just going out, like it's, it's, it's just weird combination of things. And think about some of the clients that I've been, uh, talking to this week and how these situations seem so dire in, in the moment you know there's a lot of emergency calls you know and mm -hmm. um although i don't do there were no there's no such thing as an emergency psychic reading sorry there just isn't <laughs> um but you know i'm getting these calls and but then it, you know and then by the time you get back to them it's, oh no everything's okay <laughs> It's like, Very and it's all relationship stuff, you know, like I, I, I've been saying, you know, pretty steadily since 2020, that the majority of the calls that I'm getting in the sessions that I'm doing are related to like, your, you know, your personal growth and career, like, you know, um, your path, you know, your, where, what people wanted to do with their lives, as opposed to going into the office every day, you know, starting their own businesses or, you know, doing their artwork or whatever it is, you know. And uh, sorry, something's like no fireworks out there. And speaking of Mars, um, but uh, but yeah, now it's becoming about the relationships, right? Mars in Libra, and and this, you know, um, these these sudden flare-ups, and then you know, just dies down. So it's been very interesting to to watch um, how how clients follow those those progressions. Those, yeah, that's vital, and absolutely that keys us into this whole idea about relationship because the self. 
with others. And also, I, in my estimation, just a few Facebook um, observations of, of people that, of, of astrologers that I value, it made me realize because I don't follow Facebook very much, I confess, it's very rare, but I was posting for this event, and so I do notice a few things, that that relationship with self and others seems to really, the yearning, and this might be partly because we're in COVID, where so many of our systems of relationships have broken down, and we're we're rebuilding them, is that we're yearning for a really deep connection. We're yearning for a more authentic self of values and, and how, what, how we're exchanging with people. So that's an interesting thought. If maybe the spark that initiated this uh, crisis or anger, whatever it was, this, this cause for action that, that they reached out may have later through the the internal process of thinking, realize that maybe it wasn't um, so valuable, and maybe it's a matter of letting go and re. I don't know. I mean, that that's where I think generally everybody's going. Is yes. <laughs> Did that well, make sense to both of you? You know, Mars is it's you know as as much as it's the guardian of what we what we really um you know how we get what we want right it, it you know how how we go after what we want um there's there's a constantly changing um there's just a constantly changing energy around that and it's like you know the you know you, you could take it to any level you could talk about our government taking away our rights you could talk about you know people fighting for their children and you know all of the things that are going on like that it's like it, it, there's, it, there seems to be like all of these different attempts and then there's this whole slew of people that are going, well, this isn't what I signed up for, but I don't know what it would look like if I spoke out. I don't know what's going to happen to me. What, what will other people think if I speak my truth, you know, or if ah. I fight for what I want? And Air so, sign. Yeah. Good. And, and so, you know, cause Libra cares about what other people think, you know, and yeah. so things are becoming a little bit more, um, there, you know, it, there's, there was a point there, I feel where all this energy was kind of, and I don't know if it had to do, you know, with the, with the pattern of Mars traveling so closely to the sun right now, but it's almost like, you know, people get to a point where, um, a big part of this, if I can go on, do, if you don't mind me. No, going please. On. No, no, we're of, listening. I had it's more good. to say than I thought I would today. Um, but here's the thing, you know, it's every, you know, there's this, there's, there's such a huge segment of the population that feels um, like nobody's hearing them. And, and so there's, and if you think about like, what is Libra, you know, Libra, I mean, in a generalization, they want everyone to like them, right? And so with the Mars combination, I think people have gotten to the, some people have gotten to the point where they just like, you know, after you try so hard to, to get your point across or to be heard or to be understood, you know, and you're fighting and you're fighting and you're trying to, you know, that use that warrior, but guardian energy to protect yourself and your family, you just shut down, you know, at some point you just shut down and then and then it becomes almost passive aggressive. The way you, Good point. You know? And, and 
I'll add that immediately I think of the Cardinal Cross because cancer will shut down. That's one of, and it opposes, you know, it's a cardinal sign too. All these, car, Libra is a cardinal sign. Aries is a cardinal sign. Uh, Cancer and Capricorn. And we're really, that's quite a um, an effect because as we know with, with that's very true with, um, with uh, Marsh and um if it can get passive aggressive, you know, how, what actions are, because really it gets into that question that we were asking, what is it that we want to defend and to what risk, because there's always a risk when you step out, separating yourself from the multitudes. And right now we're not, there's a lot of confusion about what the multitudes are because, and I believe it's partly because of the breakdown the natural breakdown, COVID, of restrict of needing to restrict a lot of actions, which has just the consequences have just because one action always develops a consequence, right? Cause and effect, and so that seems to be uh, a, a big factor here. If um, well. And one of the things that I think of, Susie, from uh, from what you just said, is the there's there's a need to try and learn to dance together. Like Libra, that's a very like social way of managing Mars and Libra, um, dancing together instead of competing or trying to bash our heads against against mm-hmm. the wall, trying to get people to understand things. It's, it's there's so there's just this really precise diplomacy that comes with Libra and trying to figure out how to how to work that is one of the challenges of Mars and Libra. Precise yeah, diplomacy. Totally. This is great. Well, you know, if you think about and that that's 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 it right there because what's the crux of you know human nature? Everybody wants to be loved, everybody wants to be recognized, everybody wants to be acknowledged, right? And so um you know, that's the root of everything. You know, I, I um, used to hear this from a minister all the time is everything that we do is either a cry is either of love or a cry for love. Mm. And if you that. look at it and just, and there, there's, you know, there's your Libra sides right there, you know, is it of love or is it a cry for love? Right. And, um, and so, but, but yeah, this whole, um, this whole spin up and, and the, the flames that keep, shooting up you know in this world well today here's today's disaster and here's tomorrow's disaster and you know is it's this it's this intense um pressure to keep people in fear and you know pitted against each other and so you know and it's like here's another thing to worry about here's another thing you should be scared of oh you're not going to have christmas you know it's like what you know well and so you know so there's hmm. it, it, but it's it spins up and then it flames out you know it's it it shoots up and then it and then it dies out and um and so you know meanwhile everybody's just trying to scramble to figure out like how to how to do that dance you know how to be in touch with their family how to live their lives like you know the to the to the best of their ability you know uh, it, it, you know every every place in in this world right now there's some you know some places completely you know locked down in other places that are completely open and so there's no you know what is that common ground what you know that 
to find that would be the perfect job for Mars as the guardian, you know? It yeah. seems, I, what comes to mind again is this grand cross, because it is true. Tying this together, I'm thinking that people have defended their family. People have defended their job. That's fourth house, 10th house, Cancer, Capricorn. And for the, from the self, you know, oneself, one's own action. We're talking totally seventh house, the other, and we're talking Libra of this balancing act. That, but greater than that, I think really a lot of this is that who is the other and how it goes back to mm. I'm th remembering with what you're saying, Amanda, you know, tying both of these is like, I think that's what's required of us is that it's not as isolated as we may have lived earlier. Our, our interactions are needing to coordinate with a larger group of people and it's more voices or wanting to be heard and they have the potentiality of being heard and there is conflict if we continue to need to think of them just as our own needs and we can see this over and over in so many different ways on different scales of um, identities because Mars you know self is in its natural sense is about your identity it's becoming a new identity through your actions but here who is the other self? And what it really gets down to is what the needs are that so much cancer, because it may not just be your own family, your own neighborhood. It could be that what one state needs to do in relationship with another state or one city with connection with, you know, it's complex because the system is broken down. It's, it, it, it's, when I say broken down, in 2020, we had an epidemic, however one interprets it. But as a result, people stopped working at their jobs. The nodes were in cancer. They went home. And now we're working with communicating and in our environment. Next year, January, it's going to be survival and the exchange of resources. Because once you break down just any system, rebuilding takes a lot of work and so we have the thought of are we rebuilding on the basis of what we knew which has some sense but maybe it didn't all work maybe that maybe this is a time to regroup and 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 you're talking perfectly about the pluto and capricorn cycle i mean you know breaking down um the systems that that aren't working and and rebuilding something that's that's going to work better for us should i bring up we have a few minutes i can bring up the chart because you know it was interesting i mean we can show where um here let's see if i can do this correctly oh i want to share that's what i want to do share screen okay uh share what's happening why isn't it sharing oh darn it Okay, let's do it again. Share. This is so Martian. I thought that was fireworks. It's actually <laughs> somebody shooting in their yard. Oh my god! We, we live in the country. <laughs> yeah. When I first moved out here, I, you know, being the city girl, um, anytime I heard a gunshot, I was calling the police, and they were like, oh. "It's just your neighbors." <laughs> 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 you know, now that I shoot. And it's like 
oh, okay. I want to go over and ask them how they set up their target in their backyard, you know? So it's amazing how in one year, in one year, because I I decided I was going to, you know, learn how to learn how to protect myself last in 2020. And in one year now, I'm like, hey, what do you got? (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, that's such a perfect example of like, well, but also rolling with the, um, the nodes and trying something new, like the Gemini aspect, you know, trying something new and shifting like how you're doing things and thinking about things. And so they totally shifted how you think here a gunshot yeah. now. Oh, I was terrified. The first time I, I took a lesson, I, I was like this, like, and the guy put it in my hand and held my hand. And that, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then a friend of mine shoots and she took me to, and so, yeah, I'm very, <laughs> very, very cool. Mars. It's very interesting. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, so Mars is definitely, well, you know, I'm Scorpio, so, you know, Mars is, Mars any is big activation to Mars is pretty big to me, yeah. <laughs> well, so you had the chart up, but now it's gone. Yeah. Well, I did, and and that's fine. We didn't have a lot of time, and actually what I was trying to do was pull up, because, and we can pull it up afterwards when we have a little more time before the half hour, but the new moon in Libra and the full, which was on the 6th, a week ago and the next week which will be the 20th yeah, for 20th. the um full moon in aries you know it, you could see that mars has been either exactly conjunct which it is right about now or it has been no further than five degrees and only for a few days basically it's been one to two degrees right next door but interestingly if we just in astrology, go back to when the last new moon in Aries was, which was March, and I didn't pull that up. I pulled up February and by mistake. That's why I put it down. It That Mars was trying in support of this Mars. So when you were talking, Susie, about last earlier, you know, but the fact is, is that those actions that we started in March, at the last equi- the spring equinox, are things that we are trying to continue with. And so it is, but there are, there's, but since then there's been so much, astrologically speaking, retrograde going inward and reworking the past. And so now uh, as they're beginning to open up, we have new information. And that's where, again, it's so interesting to think that it has, Mars has stayed with the sun of our ego, of our will, of what actions. So when we come back at the half hour, let's talk about some of those questions where we were saying, what do we want to defend and to what causes? I mean, we've been talking about it, but uh, we can continue. Yes. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you to our audience. Come back for Leading Edge Conversations with Amanda Pierce and Susie Kerr Wright and myself, Sue Rose Minahan. October 17 with Mars the Guardian. How is Mars the Guardian? We'll really focus on that. Okay. While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yang period of Libra, ruled duly by Venus. By leaving the lower hemisphere of the self, the energy of Libra enters the arena 
where the completed self meets the other than self to form a relationship based on partnership. As a cardinal air sign on the descendant angle, represented by the equinox of equal light, Libra's energy learns through comparison and relationships with the intention to integrate duality and polarities. Old world travelers never began a journey without a compass. And today, smart travelers won't leave home without a map or GPS to navigate the journey ahead. But when it comes to your journey through life, how do you get your guidance? By aligning numerology and astrology's wisdom. Combining numerology with astrology offers a great spectrum of insightful meaning for your personal yearly, monthly, and daily numbers. And to help you navigate these numbers to discover your best daily route, numerologist Liz Muschette, along with Gloria Riley, an Egyptian numerologist and intuitive consultant Jenny L. Sinclair, have co-authored the book Gateways to Change 2018 and Beyond, Keys to Navigating the Seas of Life Using Numerology and Astrology. In addition to the book, Liz is also hosting a Gateways to Change workshop this fall, which complements the book to guide you to your life's journey and explore how to use the resources offered in the book. Copies of the Gateways to Change are included in the registration fee. The Gateways to Change book is now available to order on Amazon. And to register for the workshop, you can contact Liz at her website, alightpath.com, or send her an email at liz, L-I-Z, muschette, M-U-S-C-H-E-T-T, at gmail.com. Let Liz be your compass as you continue your journey here on Earth. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Hello, astrologers. This is Carlos Galvan. I am a spirituality and astrology astrologer from Mexico. And you're listening to Talk Cosmos, an alternative talk, 11.50 a.m., where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, we're back again, and it is October 17th, just to let people know, and this is Cosmic Collaboration Panel. Do subscribe. You can now just go to on uh, YouTube, go to Talk Cosmos. We have over, we have enough people that it's easy. It's easy now. So we're talking about Mars, the guardian. Now we know Mars is the warrior, yes, but it's the guardian. And that'll start and we'll open up some of those charts that we talked about because this month, Mars, our planet of action, is right close with our identity, our, our eagle, the sun. And the guardian, you know, it's like, I was just reading a, a, a note about letting your guard down, right? So what is the guard, what are we guarding? And 
that of course can become a sense of awareness. Yeah, if anybody has thoughts. Meanwhile, I'll pull up the new the new moon. Okay, or not? Let's do. Should we start with the new moon? I think. We'll sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I I just love the idea of Mars as the guardian because we don't typically think of of Mars in that way. Mars, we typically think of as going out and getting things done for us and and fulfilling what we want, but it's and it's it's doing what it's doing what um or it's going and getting what venus wants venus is our wants and mars goes and gets it and here as the guardian it's like mars is protecting what we already have and what we still value it's that venus part that we want to keep we've got it so let's protect it and and keep it and defend it so it's a different kind of way of looking at Mars, but still just as applicable. I like that. And that's big problem. Just like mm-hmm. what Susie, you were mentioning is that, and this is what I was bringing out was, is that what we have had, and I find that right here, I've relocated and I've been struggling a lot with trying to figure out, I'm in an ideal place, right? Hawaii, everybody goes, oh my gosh. Yeah, no complaining. You can't complain. Well, that's what people think. But the fact is, is that on a personal level, what is it that one is trying to, that's missing? Mm -hmm. And I think it all has to do with relationships, going back to that word that we've had. And that is huge. It's our relationships with what? It's relationship with yourself, with the world that we're familiar with, with our friends. Yes, we have Zoom and I've really, uh, I rely on Zoom. I have my spouse, thankfully, I have someone that I daily can share a little bit of life with. It's still independent. We're both independent in that but it's it's like the miss the the misconnection maybe relocating with what had been but where i had been would never have been the same either so it's yeah so in other words tying that in just as a thought was relationships and defending and that's where the crux gets like how much can you guard to protect what had been when maybe some of those things weren't in the best interest anyway. Maybe there were complaints that we just stuffed, right? I mean, that gets back to that Mm -hmm. Libra idea that we're not risking to upset the apple cart. And so we go passive aggressive and build resentment or whatever, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, I, I think that's really up for us. Like what, what are the values that, we're wanting to keep right now and what do we want to keep fighting for so yeah and if you look at this this new moon you can see um that we've got we obviously have mars and libra which is in detriment and it is reporting to venus who is also in detriment in scorpio and they're in a mutual reception so they're kind of reporting back to each other and they're like looping but neither one is in a strong placement at all right now. They're each trying to do the other's job um, or they're, they're trying to do their job with the other's tools is what it feels like. And mm. so there's kind of like a, we're being stretched awkward. to do things we totally awkward. <laughs> we're being stretched to do things we've never done before. We don't know how to do them. 
and trying to find them um, with some balance. And, and I think that question comes up again, where, what are you fighting for? Or where are you fighting for things that, that no longer line up with your values? And the fact that, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, tagging onto that, too, there's that whole concept of, you know, with the division, with them having us so divided, you know, one camp is getting this information, the other camp is getting this information. It's like, where is, where can you fit in and be safe speaking your mind? Is that, that search, that fight for that? It's like, I want to find, you know, I've got to find my people. I've got to find my people. You know, there's that whole element to it as well. Yeah, well, that's so. a good point. Just looking at this chart, and for those people that can't see it, and those people that do, we're talking about the new moon in Libra at 13 and a half degrees, which is a cardinal sign close to the middle. So, if you have anything in a cardinal sign, it's quite activated. And Mars is conjunct within half a degree. It's like right there. They're all talking the same language. They think. But 13. they need to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the retrograde, is, let's not forget Mars is, or Mercury's yeah, retrograde. Mercury, it was, but, but, but wait a minute. But what I, wait, let me get my thought here. Um, ugh, whatever. Oh, okay. About values, because that introduces the other energy of Uranus in Taurus also being uh, looking to its guide, as I call it, its expository guide because every sign has a rulership and that is leap Venus again. So Venus and it's in values, resources and values and money. And it wants authenticity when it comes to Uranus, it wants things that are the real deal. So you have that energy along with the Saturnian uh, in Aquarius, because that Aquarius definitely wants authenticity so, yes, I think in this struggle that we're doing, trying to recapture the old paradigm, which ain't happening, it's not there. And it's and that's a good thing. It's chaos gives us a chance to refocus on getting new patterns together. It's, it's painful, though. I think all loss, and that's another part of this, loss is takes time to let go of what we've been attached to. There's yeah, no well, dynamics. And anywhere where Uranus is is being activated, it's it's trying to get us um, out of our attachments. And so, and especially in Taurus. I mean, Taurus is so attached. And here in the new moon chart, Uranus is exactly quincunx to Mars. So it's looking to get us unhooked from how we habitually take action, but the, in the process of that, it can we can kind of feel unhinged a bit. And we may have to explain what quincunx means, dear Amanda. And that's just nobody 150. Calls in, nobody calls them in conjuncts anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, quincunx in conjuncts. No, not everybody may know what it, what any of that means, and it just means that the angle is such that it's hard for them to find common ground and they really have to go to a, a larger perspective to find something that unifies a new direction so i mean i'm just trying to that's a yeah it. that's a great way of explaining it it's um okay. it's hard to find that balance with um there's the word yeah. again hard to find a balance with the quincunx it's not um it's always um unsteady there's an unsteadiness with it 
And so with Uranus, I mean, there, there could have been sudden issues that came up relating to Mars, like issues with, um, with health or your body or, or just how you're relating to others. If self-worth, okay, yeah. can everybody see this? I want to animate this. Tell me if if can, now is that am I? Did I see you a see black screen. Oh rats! Yeah, we, you, okay. We I'll have to stop it. sharing and do it again. Darn it! This may not work. I just stopped sharing. Okay, because. So- Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, while you're doing that, too, the other thing that um, that caught me was um, was the uh, the decans, too. This is, mm-hmm. you know, if you think about it, the third decan of Aries and the third decan of um, Libra, it's a very, uh, it's like a Jupiter-Mercury thing going on. So there's a lot of, you know, processing and thinking and, and um, trying to, you know, trying to grasp the big picture, you know, or figure out the future, you know, what's going to happen. Um, but it's also, you know, it's also about, it's like that as above, so below, you know, digging deep, you know, it's like, like you get, like you were talking about. Um, yeah, so it's, really... it's a, this new moon cycle or this lunar cycle. It's um, it, in my opinion, it's a, it's a bit more, important than some of the others because we've got the new moon we've got the full moon sandwiched in between them is the new mars sun cycle so we're starting a new um synodic cycle with mars and so that's that's just that's really big we're kind of it is the new moon is like planting a seed for us to to start this new cycle that happens on it did happen on october 7th yeah, very and all months yeah. so here let's jump here did you see this mm-hmm. on the full moon which will happen next week on the 20th do you see it yes yep okay so in other words mars is still now by now mars is a few more degrees i mean if you look at it it's about uh four degree three and a half degrees away from the sun so it's not but that's still conjunct as far this, as and this was the decan i was talking about by the way not, not okay deal. yeah and decans yeah. for people is like every 10 degrees so it's the first 10 the second 10 the third 10 and they all have their added emphasis as part of astrology so here at 23 degrees we could say that the mars is still applying well it may not reach they've already reached i think the sun is moving faster at this point because the sun goes once a year anyway our orbit but mars takes two years so the fat so it's just separating but still it's in close connection with the actions so i don't i don't think there's anything more to be said i'm gonna unless somebody has something to say we'll drop that away and we'll just start talking i'll just mention like the with the the new mars synodic cycle it's it's Mars in Libra. And so this is a, our Mars journey um, through November, 2023 is going to be about this, this Libra energy. And so this is this new moon, full moon. This is, this is big stuff. The stuff that's, that's coming up right now is receding it for that whole cycle. And so it's quite important for us to figure out how to get that balance. And when I, when I think about Mars as the guardian, it's like, 
it's wanting to guard our harmony and our balance in our lives where there's just like we've been missing that so much you know it's been pretty crazy well it's and it's how fast and that brings to my attention a very important factor of venus I now have the chart for this full moon coming up. But remembering that in the new moon, the seed energy, as you, as we've agreed, with Mars in a synodic, that means a meeting of the sun, of any two planets, but here with the sun, moon, and Mars, uh, is that, um, oh, Venus, its ruler was in Scorpio. But late Scorpio, it was 28 degrees. It quickly went into Venus. Now, and this might be why, Susie, so many people are coming to you. Venus in Sag is all about, I have something to say and I want to be heard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at first, maybe they waited a little bit. It was very deep and it was a crisis. But then immediately people want to speak. So here we have, as I say, Venus at 14 degrees, which Philip Sedgwick calls the great attractor, which I had to look up. And that means that that energy out there in space is a huge, great, big energy of, I don't even know what to say, all of it, where the idea of the meaningfulness of it is that anything that you want can come into fruition depending on how much energy you put into it, which is pretty much what we know about life anyway. Here well, yeah, Venus, Venus and Sag is, is a bit stronger than Venus and Scorpio. And not only has it moved into a stronger sign, it's now out of bounds. So Venus mm. went out of bounds on October 9th. So it will be out of bounds for this full moon. Uh, and out of bounds planets, they break the rules and they're, they're technically escaping the physical space dominated by the gravity of the sun. So they don't have to follow all the rules. And so here we've got this Venus is just a lot freer. Sag is already a freedom loving sign. And it's so it's now managing the Mars energy as well. Um, and not only that, Venus is in the in the new moon chart, Mars was quincunx Uranus. The full moon chart, Venus is quincunx Uranus. So we're just kind of getting a big shakeup um, from Uranus in this lunar cycle. And it's, it's again, trying to unhook us or it's going to feel like unhinging us from our, any values that aren't, um, that aren't serving us anymore, that are kind of entrenched that we've just kind of been hanging on to. Yeah. And, it, you know, the rules are changing. Shall I, I'm going to stop sharing this. Is that okay with both of you? Or Susie, sure. did you have something? Okay. Yeah. okay. Very good. So we'll go back. Uh, it's all a lot of compassion. That's what comes to mind. I think if we're going to be the, use Mars as the guardian in our relationships, it starts with oneself and to recognize that what do we have control over and and to be feel empowered about that because i think despite any religious ideas that people have all of the ideas that find guidance through their source for myself i have energetic 
sources. And so, in other words, it's like who's in real? It's a collaboration, uh, uh, forging a new uh, de destiny. One could say, with what values are really that to protect and understand and to to experience with people. And it does mean that some relationships are going to fall away. You know that not that what we were using with as a familiar base, thinking of that cardinal square with cancer that we nurtured and received nurturing from is no longer satisfying those values that we want to experience and need to experience. And it may not involve the same people, the others, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Go ahead, Susie. <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I love where you said, like, who are the others? You know, it's so funny because we talk about guardian. I'm like, what is coming up for me around guardian? Okay. And then I started thinking like guard dog, right? So what is a guard dog? You have a German shepherd in your house and he's going to like bark at anything that comes to that gate, right? He's going to bark at the mailman. He's going to bark at the delivery people. He's going to bark at everything. But then once he gets to know them, he can be their best friend. Right. And it's like, and so it's like, that, I don't know. That's just what came to mind. It's like they, you know, it's like they're, they're on alert, you know, it's almost like everybody's on alert, you know, that who's coming to take my stuff. Who's coming to take my world. Who's coming to mess up my freedom. Who's doing this. Who's doing that. And nobody really knows like who it is like it's like the you know the dog doesn't know it's just it's just a figure or, or some noise yeah. outside you know and and so i think it's really I, I love what you said about the the others because it's like maybe that's part of the quest is like let's find out who the others really are because i'll tell you in my world um others are not who i think they are right. and and, yeah. and i am not what others think i am and so, you know, there has to be an unwinding, you know, to get to that balance. I really hope that this does bring in that energy of, you know, let's figure out who we are first and figure out who's pulling the strings and keep and us it divided. Could, and the big you know? idea I just thought of as a solution is trying to find common ground to, to protect and defend. There is something that matters to all of us. Like, just not to throw in, but like the whistleblower with Facebook, it came out to one of the big factors because I happened to see some of it on TV. We were trying to find something else and wanted to see and 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 they were concerned about the children. How the well, everybody cares about children, no matter what party you're attached to, Republican Party, you know, or Democrat or Independent, whatever. So it's like this common ground, this way to find a common need. And in our communities, I know that with Detroit. I remember they were experiencing so many horrible things maybe in the last 10 years, but there were individuals on a block that would, one woman started a painting project. Let's take this house and we'll paint it. And they did. And then let's take another person said, let's take this land and make it a garden for everybody. And they did. And the city has slowly been shifting, but the point is it's coming, coming, whether it's like trying to go to the beaches down in Texas and help them with their or Florida with all the, 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 the oil spill or something that binds us together. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think, I think that's great energy um, for Mars and Libra. I mean, 
Mars is that you have more energy to put towards things. And so when it's in Libra, it's like, let's figure out who this other person is. Like this is about one-on-one relationships and, and getting to know somebody. You know, and I what, started, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say, um, I've started, you know, challenging people that want to just kind of troll on my posts or things like that to conversations. Let's get on zoom. Let's chat. That's you so know? perfect. Yeah. And it's not really a challenge. Maybe, maybe I should reframe that. Cause I did lose one friend over that. That's he just so, would not talk to me, but you but just, I like it because you know? it's Mars. It's like, it Mars like, is on, like challenging energy, and but yeah. let's challenge so that we can like be at peace together. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know. There was remember a... that we're people. Remember that we're all people. We are not what they want us to think we are. Exactly. You know, like, this side I'm... versus this side. And I'm thinking two examples. One is uh, that where Democrats and Republicans got together again. It was like a couple of years, a year ago that I saw this, and they I thought, what brave people? Because it was such a mix of people: men, women, ages, everything, ethnicity, the whole nine yards. And they and this had been maybe it was sixty minutes or something like that. And it, and it, it took them time. And at first they were very protective, you know, but gradually really got to understand who the other person was. That was one example. But I'm th- um, thinking like right now with transportation, like going back to the Christmas bit, like we won't have Christmas. Well, I know that in England, they're also having a huge problem with transportation. Come to find out, because like, do I need to care? But it is like, why is this happening? Is that a lot of the drivers were from the European Union and didn't have new regulations. They couldn't go to England now that they'd gotten out of it. Well, here, it's I, it's like, what is the problem? I often wonder, maybe if we just understood more, if, if it's tr- drivers, like, why aren't there more drivers? Is it because the tests aren't being given to more people? I mean, aren't people needing jobs? Didn't some people lose jobs? I mean, there's so many questions. If we could expand the conversation and try to understand more, which I know, oh, boy. Yeah, because it seems like if there's tests involved, because you have to get classified in order to be a driver, and so if it's a matter of getting things off the boats outside of Los Angeles onto the truck so they can get across the nation, you know, is it, what's the deal? Yeah. Well, I, I heard somebody, a, a trucker talking about, it. he said it, the drivers are there. It's the regulations that they can't keep up with. So, well, well yeah. But again, the, Mars rules, rules. You got to have, we got to enforce the rules. That's a cardinal. Yes, yep. it is. Well, I think communication while the nodes are here. We are at the end. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Susie. Thank you for cosmic collaboration. And do subscribe and blessings to everybody on your path of initiations, right? How the balance. (laughs) Laughter, maybe that okay. We would hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.